welcome to the Metapod podcast, the Pokemon podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. I almost uh, screwed it up this week. Woo, it was, it's been it a, was a close call, Jake. Close call. It's been a long week. I literally, before we started recording today, got home like five minutes ago from the office. So oh just <laughs> zooming over here to be able to uh, get this podcast recording done so then we can get this episode out on time. But Sean, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It has not necessarily been a long week for me, uh, but, you know, just chill. Just chilling. I Side note. Hold on. I, mm-hmm. I'm throwing you a curveball right at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happening right now, but for all oh, of our please. audio listeners, Sean has left the desk. Hold on. I, I got to put the headphones back. I bought these guys at my local game store. Oh, you got more nano blocks. Is yeah. it their nano blocks, right? Exactly. And this is like, Ooh. these are, I haven't seen these in Pokemon yet. They're like the really big ones. So like they're yeah. The I was gonna say I've seen you build um, like the smaller versions, but this Dialga and Palkia for anyone who can't see what's going on, these things look huge. Yeah, those like, look like actual giant. For reference, well, giant is in like yeah. That's how oh for reference. I wonder if it's like a foot tall. Uh, it might be like I don't know how to do millimeters, but it's a uh, Dialga is 145 millimeters tall. Whatever that means. The Europeans out there will know. It, it's about, it's like uh, just under half a foot. But like, so about thousand, six inches. Yeah, they're like a thousand pieces relative to like the other nano blocks, which are usually about 200. Yeah. So, so it's a, it's a big honker. Yeah, it, it, it is. I, I, anyways, I wanted to bring that out. I just remember that I got <laughs> that uh, on Friday last week and I, I eventually will build it. Yeah. You know what I got Friday of last week, Sean? Pokemon cards? I got the, yeah, I got the uh, the championship, the world championship decks from last year. We talked about it p- previously on the podcast. You know how they were coming back, releasing some of the top decks from the world championships in 2022. Those came out, if you didn't see on our Twitter um, last week. I've been playing solitaire with myself, essentially. <laughs> um, I am both players. Um, it's really cool to play the games um just with the people you Mm -hmm. know like it's really interesting to play against myself but also like to play those high level decks it's really really cool yeah yeah no that's like if you ever if you ever meet one of the people you got to get it signed jake well i mean i opened it already and i've been shuffling it maybe if i can sign individual cards right because they, they have a could, different card yeah. back, right? What's really cool, and I wish I had some of them in front of me, but one thing about the World Championship decks that I didn't actually know, and I didn't tell you about this either when we were talking before the podcast, the they have silver borders on them. Oh. Like they, and I don't know if this is, because these are the first World Championship decks that I've personally bought. Um, I don't know if the ones in the past have had the silver borders on them but these i mean because scarlet and violet for anyone who doesn't know is going to introduce in the regular expansions um silver borders instead of the yellow borders and so i opened it up and i was really surprised and yeah they have the different card backs on them um but yeah it has silver borders on it and i thought it was really really cool i wonder because i can't well i can't remember if the other the old world championship decks had silver borders if they did i think then that is a an aspect of like making sure that they're not tournament legal because like in mm-hmm. tournaments you have sleeves so you don't see the yeah back. so mm-hmm. i could see like that being a front-facing way to not be tournament there's legal. also um i don't think 
I'm trying to remember. I don't think there was a hollow pattern though either on the cards. Mm. So like the flying Pikachu V Max, you know, one of the that one is of the so things. weird. <laughs> a um, non hollow. It is such a fun deck to play that deck. But yeah, it's like I'm pretty sure it's like a non hollow. Um, if my memory serves me correctly from when I was playing it last night, but um it's still really cool and i mean they're 20 dollars each usd so if you're looking to pick a high level deck to play, play with, with yourself just have historical purposes i know people collect those yep. uh world championship decks like those are a cool thing yeah um i really liked it the only gripe that i really have it doesn't come with sleeves it looks like it comes with sleeves of like the different colors like one's green one's purple you remember sean mm -hmm. um that's the deck box that is that like little uh portion of it it looks like it's sleeves somebody on twitter said like oh how are the sleeves and i was like no 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 that's a deck box it's a deck box by the way that pokemon has been doing where it's a deck box that does not fit 60 sleeved cards <laughs> it's a deck box for unsleeved cards I mean, maybe in their mind, Jake, because their card backs are different and it's like, well, it doesn't matter if you can shuffle these up. These are proxies. These are fake, you know, like and they don't. But I'm like, who wants to shuffle raw cards like that just feels it's, so horrible. I mean, I get it. Like if you're if you're a newer player, right, you probably don't have sleeves. Like if you're if you're brand new and you're reading the cards for the first time, and you're buying the cards, you know, because you're a parent and you notice, you know, that they have some sort of meaning and you want your kid to, like, learn how to play the game. Like, I get it. Like, not everybody has sleeves. Um, I just feel like it would be really cool to get sleeves in I, there. Yeah, it would have been cool. It doesn't it have to the be product. the sleeves. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the sleeves that they, like, sell at Worlds or whatever or get at Worlds. Um, it doesn't it have to be that specific one, but... It would have made the products like five dollars more, and I don't know if that's like they just don't want to hit that price point, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't. Maybe twenty five dollars is too much on that. But I think the deck box not being able to hold sleeved cards—that is I mean, a little weird. I've talked about that yeah, because that's in those milk carton yeah, things. Yeah. I don't even know what they're actually called. I just keep calling them milk cartons with the full art supporter, like that. It's and that and these deck boxes in the World Championship decks are paper deck boxes. Mm -hmm. they're like um they're like cardboard papers so like i've actually already kind of ripped one of them just mm. opening it and closing it whereas like the milk carton one at least the juniper one i don't know if the clara or the marnie or whatever um also does this but the juniper one is plastic and velcro mm. so it's like way more durable but it still doesn't but fit 60 sleep like, cards it's durable but it's trash at the same yeah, time yeah it just i just i i mean i gave it to someone you know because sure. i gave them i gave them some cards and i just put the cards in there and then gave it to them because i was like i don't need this uh, but you know what you do need, Sean? <laughs> what, what do I need? What do I need? You Jake? need some good news and some good words. And so we're going to transition into the meat and potatoes of the podcast, talking about what we got on the actual topics list today. But as always, we always start out with a nice comment or review left for the podcast. We're taking it back a little bit on this one. Episode 127. This is a comment left on YouTube from tree lane tree lane says i wanted to tell you i love your podcast helped me a lot when i started in the trading card game the newest episode then was 116 about the top lost origin decks 
I had a great time hearing you while driving or working. The deck ideas I get while hearing you are also pretty useful. I usually hear the podcast on Spotify, but today I came to YouTube to be able to comment this. Tree Lane, oh. thank you so much for that wonderful comment. I would love to know if you've only ever heard it. I, I don't know if you get this, Jake, but whenever I listen to people on podcasts and then I see their face for the first time. Does it match? It's it's. I mean... I feel like it almost never matches, so <clears throat> that's um, that might be a me thing, but it is always like weird when you see somebody's face that you've only ever heard their voice. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It it always is a little freaky. So anybody out there who's <laughs> listening, uh, head yeah, over did... to the YouTube channel. Not <laughs> not a plug for the YouTube channel at all. At Metapod, you know, go to the YouTube yeah. channel at Metapod. You know, <laughs> does does our face match our voices? That's my question. Yeah, let us know over in the comments, but be nice because I know I don't look the prettiest today. True, you know, we have a face for radio. Sense. The, the, I mean, <laughs> literally, I went to school for radio. I went to college for radio. But, Sean, you may have gone to the regional Perth championships that happened over the weekend, or maybe not because <laughs> I <did> OCIC not. <laughs> was very, very recently. Um, this has been a kind of a hot topic for a lot of the Australian players. All of their major events are in the same format, mm. essentially. So a lot of people I know, uh, I think it was the Sableyes were pretty mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I would understand um, that vocally on Twitter. But this did happen. Nothing, in my opinion, has really changed. And I think Sean can agree. Nothing's really changed or super outstanding or like surprising in this format. Lost Box did when it actually took the top two spots. And then there's a whole bunch of other things that we've kind of seen again and again. Lugia, Archeops, Duraladon, Vikavolt. I mean, it's, it's kind of the same old. This is a very high-level event with very high-level players because, like you see in there, Natalie Millar, Christian Hasbani, you know, Jeremy Evans, very, very good players among this top eight and a former world champion and Henry Brand in here. Um, we're we're showing you the top eight right now, <laughs> but we're not really going to talk too much about it because there's just it's we, the same thing. I'm not getting yeah. tired of the format, but well, I mean, we also have, uh, you know, a big thing to talk about today, which is the uh, set list. <clears throat> for scarlet and violet after we a couple do. of other things yeah i mean there are, there are a couple other quick things that we're going to talk about but yes scarlet and violet as you probably saw in the title thumbnail things mm -hmm. like that that's the meat and potatoes i would say how many times will jake say meat and potatoes in <laughs> this podcast episode but first sean you may want to check your emails because the codes for the illustrator contest promos are now out and about in your emails. You may have talked, uh, or you may remember, we talked a long time ago about the Pokemon Illustrator contest and how, you know, you could submit your artwork to win and be like on Pokemon cards. And then later when they announced the winners, they said that they were going to distribute, you could sign up for codes to be able to get them. And what it is, is they emailed you a code, you can go in the Pokemon Center website. Um, if you got one of these codes, if you signed up through like the link of, in our description that we provided, and if you buy a certain amount of product from the website, you will get mailed a pack of these uh, cards after plugging in the code. Um, so, I mean, I saw it in my email, um, and I know this is something that you could forget really easily, 
Um, but just to let you know, you have to spend 30 or more dollars USD before taxes, 30 Canadian dollars, uh, excluding GST or 30 GBP. I don't know. Is that pounds, Those are pounds. Sean? Yes. Pounds. Great, great cool. British I'm pounds. Not, I'm not uh knowledgeable in my outside of america-ness inclusive of vat as well it's a one-time use so make sure when you use it you use it on ones that you want you're going to get these three cards that we're showing you in here the bulbasaur greninja and arcanine i love all three of these cards that's why i uh went to go get the code mm. um and uh put myself in for potential to be able to get it um and it will expire at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time Zone on September 30th, 2023. So if you're, uh, you can wait a little bit, maybe combine it with like a booster box or whatever. If you buy it directly from the Pokemon Center website or like a new Pokemon product that releases over the summer. Uh, but don't forget about that because, well, we're not going to remind you after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not going to remember, so <laughs> we will be of that's no help why, to you. That's why we're talking about it now, just like we're talking about some new trademarks that Pokemon uh, made within the last couple weeks. They made three new set name trademarks, Ancient Roar, Future Flash, and Shiny Treasure as part of it. Um, it's in the same kind of system that they've used in the past, so... This is what we assume tying into the Scarlet and Violet DLC in the fall. It may be around that time, you know. The thing about Scarlet and Violet, spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't know, it plays on the ideas of like time travel and the past and the present. So that's mm -hmm. kind of the key names of Ancient Roar and Future Flash. And then you have the Shiny Treasure, which, you know, it has Shiny in the name, so you can maybe make an educated guess that it'll be the the high class pack so mm -hmm. those are the packs that um japan does every year that have either shiny pokemon or alternate arts or, or whatever it sounds like this year the theme will be shinies again mm -hmm. um I, I feel like i mean it's been it, a huge hit yeah i feel like they do it every other year that they do a shiny set maybe um right? i'm trying to think because there was the last shiny sh the last shiny set man say that five times fast <laughs> it was shiny star v that was 2020 um no that would have been 2022 no last shiny year. star v was where shining fates was our set oh, oh right? right but the right, japanese yeah. set was shiny star v that released in 2020 oh yes yes so yeah that um, and been then the one. they had and last year they had v star universe Yes, I think it was so kind of potentially alternating in that as you were alluding to earlier. But I mean, Japanese Pokemon cards, and this is a whole different other conversation that we won't get into, have been extremely uh, bonkers in terms of its market price and things like that and trying to buy it secondhand. So um, who knows if people will pick up this set or if it if it continues, I imagine we'll get it eventually you know we always usually get these high class sets or parts of it i should say there are sometimes cards mm -hmm. that are left out when they leave japan when the sets leave japan but it'll be uh it'll be cool to see how these come out i'm excited for these like scarlet and violet cards 
as they continue appearing, Sean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll probably get it sometime early next year is my guess. Like, it seems like we got switched over to the Crown Zenith and like the February cycle for our special sets rather than October, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. But Jake, are you ready? But Sean. Are you ready for EX cards? I am. And so here in this month, Scarlet and Violet will be releasing. I believe it actually releases on March 31st. The Mm pre-release kits kind of start rolling out, I believe, next weekend, right? About the 17th, 18th. Yeah, March 18th window weekend is when you'll start being able to go to your pre-releases and maybe pull some of these cards. Now, there have been uh, leaks. Some stores have already been getting the Scarlet and Violet packs and have been opening them. That's why we kind of have the uh, set list and things like that. And that's why we're talking about it a little bit earlier then, because news was a little bit slow this week. So (laughs) it's a perfect time to jump into them. But we are going to be using Justin's website. Again, we've used Justin's website in the past. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes and stuff below it's a really good resource on meta deck building rotation post rotation you know stuff that's been going on in the pokemon community very good website but sean what's uh what's do you want to look at some of the illustration cards or do you want to look at some of the more playing cards going on i think we can we can really talk about this the cards that you play in this one so we Let's start be... off with the utility stuff. Yeah, like, so for those of y'all who know, like, when we do set reviews, I will say, like, oftentimes we'll have, like, the entire set list. That's not out yet. Like, there's not, like, a good resource that has, like, the full set, every single card translated. But Justin does a really great job of pulling out the ones that are the most important. So we're going to just go with him here. Um, So, yeah, I mean, let me see. I, I, haven't, I haven't actually looked through any of these, so... <laughs> I'm just going to go through each one. Uh, he says there's an Arboliva. Do you know what that Pokemon is, Sean? Oh, this is one of the new ones, right? It's one of the evolutions of Smoliv. You know Smoliv, right? Is that one of the new ones from Scarlet and Violet, right? Mm-hmm. All right. That's why I don't know this thing. Okay. I haven't played Scarlet Sean, and hurry Violet. up and play the games. Yeah, I know, clearly. Uh, <laughs> uh, it has an ability. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may heal all damage. From one of your Pokemon. Now, this is a, I believe, stage two Pokemon. Yes, it is. So, you know, but having an ability that is, um, you know, we won't have scoop up net in the format. So that is also an important thing to consider. So you will evolve this dude and it'll just be there on your bench. It does mm-hmm. have an attack that does two grass and a colorless for 150. Um I don't know. This one, this one's a little weird. Like, I think that the ability is really powerful. Like, if you have an EX or a VMAX even, because it doesn't specify any type, it can be a VMAX, mm-hmm. that you can heal all the damage from, that would be wildly annoying in some decks. I feel like this, I don't, I mean, I'm not into this card. Like, yeah. I see what you mean on that, but we're moving into an EX era where cards are smaller right but you still have these which we'll talk about later you still have these cards that output this incredible damage right inside of it and i feel like this card it's not gonna it's not gonna work out (laughs) 
I mean, like unless the unless the other points of its evolution have really cool abilities that could help you out mm-hmm. as a utility Pokemon, then maybe it'll be. Yeah, I'll I'll be interested to see how this one. I I think some people will play around with this card because there's a lot of players out there that really like to build tanky decks. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think of Gudra, right? Gudra, a Gudra deck might really love something like this because, like, you have a V Star. Of you know uh, ability that can heal all your damage, and then you have this little one prizer in the back that like is it really worth it for your opponent to boss that up instead of hitting into your Gudra? Well, I mean, if you think about it, like Gudras right now, you know, playing like comfy decks, mm-hmm. right, and lost box engines, people are probably taking out one prizers anyway. So what's the more valuable the the Arbolivia or Arboliva Arbolova or like a Comfy? Well, maybe, I mean, if they're at a certain point in terms of their loss zone, you know, they're already at seven. They're already at mm-hmm. eight or whatever. Um, this might be the more valuable Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just an interesting it's an interesting card. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be limited use, but that's my thought. But Jake? One that I think has a little bit more use is this fire Pokemon right next to it. Armaroge, I believe. I don't know how you actually pronounce this Pokemon's name, <laughs> but it's a stage one fire Pokemon, 130 HP. It has an ability called Fire Alarm. As often as you'd like during your turn, you may move one fire energy attached from one of your bench Pokemon to your active Pokemon. Ooh. So I think this is kind of cool in terms of like being able to switch and bring stuff up. I mean, it's a little bit more than something like Heatran GX, for example, if you remember that Pokemon, um, where it relied on the switch and it was a one-time thing. But this is a freedom move. If you've got, like you said, one of the more tanky decks that can't be knocked out in one punch, you could switch between them, maneuver, especially when something... I mean, is Hyper Potion saying in the format after rotation? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. We'll have to do a but, thorough post-rotation video. Well, we might have to. Yeah. But think about if Armorage, right? If you're, if you've got something that's a little bit more tankier, a fire Pokemon, and you switch, you know, and then you switch the Pokemon into a new attacker, and then you move the energies up to there. You could do something like a Hyper Potion and be able to heal a bunch of damage off without technically losing any energy. That's a really good point. I really like that point. Um, you could finagle like little things like that. Well, or actually, even, does like, Hyper Potion require you to discard two? It does. It requires you to discard two. Does it actually, or can you just so. heal? I believe it well, requires then, you to discard two in order to do it. Maybe not that then. But what about um? What's that supporter? Is it um? Uh, oh yeah it does say have at least two energy yeah. on it but what about of uh, what's his name volo what is does is volo that a heal uh, does that let you pick something up or heal something maybe um no isn't there a supporter right now in the format shoot who there... is it that like allows you to pick one up uh there is acerola acerola's or no it's um the, the I, I don't know why i talk about her all the time it's the the one that picks up colorless pokemon um I d- yeah, I know which it's one you're talking. Sharon's deck. care. Sharon's care. That's it. Sharon's care. Um, yeah, you could. You but could that use one this says all attached. That one says all attached cards to your hand. But you could still, if like you, you said, use it. Off. Yeah, if you move yeah, all the energy off. Yeah, if you move all the energy off. 
yeah you keep all the energy and things like that so maybe i don't know there was a i don't um, know there was Arceus a deck decks. when we there was a deck when we started playing i can't remember the name of the pokemon it was a water type pokemon and it did the same thing where you could move water energy from your bench to your active as often as you want during your turn I'm pretty sure I know because I played it with like um, it was Psyduck a, and Slowpoke. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I also think that people played it in like a. Um, there might have been some single prize decks that played it, but anyways, like so it's interesting they're giving this ability to fire. I will mm -hmm. say fire doesn't typically do. I mean, I know we had Welder in the format at one point, <laughs> but that was. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> but I feel like that this is a pretty good spot for it because fire does have some acceleration in something like magma basin. That's right. So there true. is an opportunity to get multiple fire energies in a turn. But since we don't have something like a welder or whatever, fire energy is much more. I don't want to say scarce, mm -hmm. but like not as plentiful to be able to put down 18,000 in one turn. So it's, you know, being able to save it a little bit it keeps them a little bit of value, which I like. I do like this. Uh, Jake, I'll move on to Slowbro now. Speaking of water Pokemon, ability mm -hmm. Strange Behavior. As often as you like during your turn, you may move a damage counter from one of your Pokemon to this Pokemon. That's That would have been better when uh, Scoop of Net was in format. It would have been better. I mean, I think it would have been insane if Scoop of Net was really in format. It would have really been insane. Um, well, maybe not actually. Maybe kind of, because like you do have to evolve into Slowbro, although maybe you move the Slowbro one Scoop of Net to another Slowbro. But anyways, yeah. um, this Slowbro, I think, is worth noting. So we talked about the last stage one Pokemon, Armorage, 130 HP. Slowbro mm -hmm. only has 100 HP. So I think that's also worth noting. They gave it this nice ability, um, but they kind of made sure it wasn't too powerful by saying, okay, well, you can only move like nine damage counters. Or maybe I yeah. guess you could move 10 and just knock it out. It'll be interesting to see with this one what the damage... This will really depend on math, right? Like any deck that plays this, it's going to have to be a deck that they care about the math of how much damage is typical to be output because mm -hmm. then yeah if you can move five six of them eight of them whatever onto this um that doesn't matter to you you're like hey that means you can't two hit ko me if it turns a um, two hit knockout into a three hit knockout that's all that matters there was a in like base set times there was a pokemon that did this sort of thing was it wiggly tough it might have been wiggly that tough had or this or something like that yeah um, I can't remember, but I I feel like there was like a base set Pokemon that was able to move the damage counters. I want to um, say it was Chansey. I think it was Chansey as well. No, I don't think it was no. Chansey. Chansey had Prevent. Um, I can't remember which one it is, but I remember there was a deck that I think Chansey was part of the combo. I think there was another Pokemon, though, part of that. Mm -hmm. um was it gengar um but anyways it was yeah. moving damage counters and then yes um and then you would pick up the chancy with that hell of damage counters because it was a really big pokemon so you can yes, just pick it up at all the time goes away yeah so i mean this combo is been around in the pokemon trading card game for a long time and who knows maybe it can come back and stay we may get eventually something maybe not in this set but in a future set 
um, like the next one after Scarlet and Violet, where it's like the uh, the uh, flip a coin if heads pick up the Pokemon and all cards attached to it. Oh, I would love that. That would be cool yeah, to bring that back. That that was in like Celestial Storm or something like that in the Sun yeah. and Moon era, and it was around for a little bit. Um, Jake, do you want to go through the next one? Uh, I think I mean the next one on Justin's page is. Quaquavel, we've talked about this Pokemon actually because mm. it's a promo. Um, oh, this right. is the stage two, 170 HP water Pokemon. This final starter evolution. Once during your turn, you may attach a basic energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon. I think it's bad because it's a stage two having that ability. But yeah. anyways, I agree. Maridon EX. This is the card that's getting a lot of people excited. Is dominating Japan actually. Um, people are really, really loving this deck and this card maridon ex 220 hp basic lightning pokemon has an ability called tandem unit sean once during your turn you may search your deck for up to two basic lightning pokemon and put them onto your bench then shuffle your deck lightning lightning colorless is the attack 220 damage but during your next turn this pokemon can't attack I mean, this why card's is really this, good, Sean. Why? Yeah. Why is this particularly dominating? What's the because what are the two you, Pokemon you're getting? Well, you can put a bunch of um, like Regieleckies on the field, mm -hmm. right? You get your Regieleckies set up, I believe, in the uh, deck, and then you just continuously pound away. Now, so what does Regieleckie do? So I, Regieleckie like, Vmax. The, oh, is it the, the VMAX? Oh, so you get the Regi Yeah, the VMAX. I'm sorry. I should have said that. Ah, got him, got him. Okay. So you get the VMAX, you get the V out, and then you Evo into the VMAX on the following turn. There's a lot of different things you can do. I'm trying to look because I'm pretty sure um, you can also play this deck with Flaffy, right? Yeah. Um, Power a lot of people head. in Japan, yeah, have been playing it. So then you could do that. And that's a really easy, you know, that ability can very easily get you the, uh, the whatchamacalls it, um, the, the Mareeps out to be yeah. able to put on your bench. So, I mean, there's a couple different ways that you can play around with that card and do it. But, um, yeah, those are the two ways that I've seen so far from, like, Twitter Japan. Interesting. So I guess, yeah, you, you make it so that your Maridon does 30 more damage for each Regilecki VMAX. In total, you get 60 more damage. You're doing 280, which mm -hmm. knocks out any V-Stars. You can throw a Choice Belt onto that, and then all of a sudden you're doing 310. Yep. Yep, I can, I can see how the math works out there. Although I will it's... say, 220 HP, not a lot. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, if you're routinely getting like a turn two knockout, yeah, right. Fair. Turn one, you do set up, get some Pokemon down. Um, turn two, being able to attack, like and just knock things out left and right, you're probably winning the prize trade more often than not. The one thing I'll say about this card that I'm just going to be honest, it's a bit of a feels bad, is mm -hmm. I don't love that it really favors the player who goes first. Oh, I mean, this is so I was playing this goes back to the world championship decks. I was playing a best of three of the um, RCS V-Star flying Pikachu VMAX and Hisuian Decidueye versus Mew VMAX. And that matchup, I've played it like a couple times now. Now, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not the best tester because I'm playing against myself. 
Um, but that one felt pretty much like who went first. Yeah, and I, so I, I mean, say, it it doesn't change too much. <laughs> no, that's fair. But I mean, just this one, like you go first. All you have to do is you start with the Pokemon. So if you start with Maridon because you're running four, mm-hmm. and you only need one Pokemon search card in your hand to get a full bench, because then you go get another Maridon, right? And then what you do with both Maridons, you go two Reggie like oh yeah, two um, what's the Marip pre evolution? Mary. Oh, it's Mary. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah, Mary. Yeah. And then all you had to do, and all you had to do is one Pokemon search, and you have a full bench. If you attach one energy to the one on the bench, maybe, right? And then all you got to yeah, do is. Yeah, well, I mean, you turn. still have to you still have to find the evolutions. You still have to be able to get those energies in the discard. And who knows? Maybe you have to Luminion, right? That's Sacrifice true. a bench spot for a Luminion to find a researcher, to find some sort of supporter. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're not wrong. I just I don't know something like that. It worries me a little bit. That's all I'll say. I mean, uh. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's crazy to say that this is going to be one of the better decks in the format. That's yeah. for sure. Um, but I think it'll be interesting how things kind of play out. And there's a couple other cards that we can talk about yeah. later that can be a part of this deck, Sean. Well, the next card on the list is Gardevoir EX. Um, it has it's a stage two EX, so we got stage two EXs back. Ability Psychic Embrace. As often as you like during your turn, you may attach a basic psychic energy from your discard pile to one of your psychic Pokemon. If you do, put two damage counters on that Pokemon. Um, and then it's attack. You know, if you're gonna get all this psychic acceleration, what's the payoff? Two colorless, mm-hmm. uh, two two psychic and a colorless. You do one ninety. It recovers from all special conditions for whatever that matters. <laughs> I mean, I will say the biggest thing about this card is it is a 310 HP. It's Pokemon it's big. They compensated it. Yeah, they compensated it being a stage two, you know, being able to get that out. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I I, I like that shift of like, it's going to make it as big as a VMAX, but give away as many prizes as a V-Star. And I'm like, that mm-hmm. seems better. And then I think the question becomes like, where's the payoff for putting all that energy onto the field, right? Um, you know, there there might be, I, I don't know, maybe there's a payoff somewhere that I am not aware of, but... It does say to one of your psychic Pokemon, yeah. my first instant thought was something like um, Hisuian Zorark V-Star because it, mm. you know, does more damage based on the amount of Pokemon that have damage counters on them on the field, but the... Hisuian Zorark is not just psychic. no, yeah, it's it's yeah. a normal type. I don't know. There's probably a psychic card out there that like if you put a ton of energy onto it, it's worth it. And maybe it doesn't matter about the damage counters. Maybe there's a single prizer that does damage based on the number of psychic energy. It wouldn't be so so crazy. And does like suspicious food tin survive rotation. I don't from Champion's Path. I don't think so i could be wrong but i, don't I think, think it'd be so. bad but i i don't know the yeah. whole thought <laughs> yeah that's that seems like kind of a broken combo <laughs> i don't i don't know if it would be i don't i don't know if it, i'm not convinced that it would be good but it's just like oh that'd be interesting you know wipe away some damage <laughs> yeah 
Well, you wipe it you away, you on get yourself. rid of the psychic, and then you can just put it right back on. So. Yay! <laughs> Two birds, one stone. You know, getting rid of it. Anyways, Sean, there's another psychic Pokemon that's made a lot of noise in the Pokemon community that a lot of people are interested in. This is another card that can be part of the Maridon decks and could be kind of a mainstay in a lot of decks. What is it? Oh, my gosh. This is Klefki. Yes, it is. Whew. Okay. This is, man, you want to read it, Jake? Please read it. I Blefki has the ability Mischievous Lock. As long as this Pokemon is in the active spot, basic Pokemon in play, both yours and your opponent's, have no abilities except for Mischievous Lock. There's also an attack for one colorless knockoff, 10 damage before doing damage. Discard all Pokemon tool cards attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. So it kind of can do a little bit of both. I think the ability is what people yeah. are talking about. I'm going to say right now, I think this is an amazing card in Lost Box. In here's, Lost Box? Yes, and here's my reason. All you have to do is end your turn with it in the active spot. It's only when it's in the active that basic Pokemon have no abilities. So when it's not in the active, all your okay. comfies can do all their stuff. And then you switch it and leave it in the active between turns. You turn off all of your opponent's abilities. So against other Lost Box decks, they're screwed. Against, uh, Lugia, I mean, they could have Maridon, yeah, a basic Maridon. Pokemon. So you could have going, uh, if you go, actually, it's perfect because if you go second even, but if you play like a couple of Klefkis and you get it in the active against that Maridon, that could be really annoying for the Maridon player. Yeah, I mean, if the Maridon can't play the game, sucks to suck, you know? It's... Yeah. That's just kind of how it is at some point. I think this card will be included in a lot of different decks and a lot of different ideas, both in like stall type decks, Sander Wojcik. I know salivating at this card probably. <laughs> um, and just decks in general, because abilities run dominant, I feel like right now. And uh, well, actually, you don't stop Lugia because Lugia is a V-Star. It's technically evolved. Yeah, because like a it's not Lugia V Star isn't Correct. considered a basic Pokemon, but um, it stops a lot of things, as you were saying, in like Lost Box and Maridon and things like that. So, yep. um, very curious to see where this goes. I wonder how expensive it'll be, too. It is a rare in um, the Japanese sets, so I'd imagine it'd also be a rare in uh, the Scarlet and Violet set that's coming out here in a couple weeks. It might be one of those weird rare cards that like kind of like, you know, how I think Manaphy at one point was like four or five bucks. It might still be. It um, might be. I don't know. Yeah, but it might be one of those. Weird I bet rare it. Cards. I mean, I bet it is because uh, come phase for a little bit right after release were pretty expensive. I feel like. Yeah, it might be one of those weird rares that's like weirdly five, like more expensive than like the V's and whatever else the EXs. I mean, it depends on how playable it is. And yeah. uh, this other rare, Holucha, could be pretty playable mm -hmm. as well. I know a lot. I know several people were excited about this card right here. Has the ability Flying Entry, 70 HP, fighting type Pokemon. Gets stopped by Klefki, by the way. <laughs> when you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may choose two of your opponent's bench Pokemon and put one damage counter on each of them so it's like a zigzagoon but times two double zigzagoon yeah okay that's man they really uh, they really had to get rid of scoop up net huh yeah don't bother I mean, playing who? don't bother playing uh expanded format ever again kids yeah it's just gonna just, be completely broken 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Well, I mean, scoop up. I mean, in expanded format, when you talk about the donk decks, because that's what I feel like you're probably referring to. Yeah. Like, they just want to knock out your active. Um, and this is specifically benched Pokemon. It is. But I mean, I still, there's just so many. There seems like there's a couple things now that, like, I don't know. Maybe they're not good and expanded, but, like, they should never be in the same format as Scoop of Net. <laughs> and so. And that's why Pokemon has not said anything about expanded in <laughs> months, essentially. Um, but. This is another card I feel like a lot of people are going to include in several different decks because just like Zigzagoon, right? I mean, this is putting damage counters in places. You think about Lost Box, I think will probably play this and Lost Box type decks that have the ability to put a bunch of damage counters everywhere. So look yeah, out for this one, Sean. Yeah, I'll be interested. I don't know if Lost Box will want this. It might. I... I think this will be a the uh, type of card where it's going to take up a whole bench space and you can't get rid of it because mm -hmm. uh, you don't have scoop up net anymore. So I, I feel like this will be particularly popular if everything is one damage off, right? If you can okay, concoct yeah. a scenario where you're always one and you can like, if I can get those damage early, then we're good. But imagine if you can get one damage counter away from a Medicham loop. That's 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 really interesting. I don't know if Medi uh -huh. Medicham rotate. I have no idea, to be know. honest, off the top see, of my head. You know, Jake and I don't know anything, so we're just not going to speculate anymore on that one. We're just going to talk about cool card combos that could or could right. not be a thing here in the next couple months or whatever. But the next anyways, card. yeah, yeah the which next one card. do you want to talk about next, Sean? Right, we'll talk about Coridon, right? The the partner to Maridon. The ugly stepchild. Yeah, there's always one ugly stepchild. Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, 230 basic. Uh, got the ability Dino Cry. Once during your turn, you may attach up to two basic fighting energy cards from your discard pi pile to your basic fighting Pokemon in any way you like. If you use this ability, your turn ends. Yeah, so <laughs> I, what I want to know is why Maridon EX doesn't have this same clause at the end of like if you use this your turn ends i guess it's because the most you could ever do is put four pokemon onto your bench with its abilities because you'd have to have two of them you yeah. do the ability and so it's like the most you ever a get full bench of support it is but once your bench is full it's like now your bench is full whereas this it's like you know i don't know i i kind of agree with you i feel like they should have gone the zashian route with maridon yeah. And been like, you know, if you use this ability, your turn. And same thing with the Zacian, uh in the Sword and Shield base set. Because this feels like, okay, the Coridon is really powerful for one turn. It's basically, if it's yeah. turn one and you can get this ability, if you can get two fighting energy into your discard, basic fighting on turn one. Yeah, so that means it's, what, it's also... Second? Yeah, because you're not going to use this like mid game. No. Unless you sit behind. I mean, no, even if you sit behind a Klefki, you can't use this ability. Exactly. I, I, this one's a, this one is a, is a whiff for me. Like, it's great for fighting decks if you need to, if you want to accelerate early. But I wish it was attached to basic energy cards from your deck. That, yeah. That would have made it a much more playable card. Like, either, like, here's the thing either it needed like from the deck or it needs to get rid of the ability turn ends yeah like to be i guess equal footing with maridon so is maridon tech i mean maridon hits or i'm sorry uh coridon the fighting type one 
hits weakness on Muridon. Yeah. So does that play a factor at all? It also hits 220, and Muridon is also only 220. So it does it doesn't even matter, Jake. It doesn't even need the weakness on it, the two times weakness. Yeah. I for me, like, yeah, big, big whiff. If they had it from the deck, or if they'd had it, you can only use one dino cry per turn. So you mm-hmm. can't stack these like eh, a little better. I think that's still kind of iffy because then if you can accelerate to fighting every turn, that's that starts to get a little weird. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Pokemon are taking knockouts on each other every turn. So you're right. You're right. Um, but Sean, you know what you can do every single turn if you want? You can hidey hole scowove it. Oh, I think this ability is really, really cool. We've talked about Rev of Room before because uh, it's one of the pre-release promos. But I want to talk about the Squova because one, this card art is adorable and it's great. But two, I really like this ability, not because it may be the best thing in the world, but because it's super unique mm-hmm. and super cool, I feel like. So if you do not know from this 60 HP basic Pokemon, it's got the ability Heidi Hole. Once during your turn, you may use this ability. Shuffle your hand and put it at the bottom of your deck, then draw a card. Interesting. I think this is really cool in something like Lugia, right? Maybe if Lugia ever partners up with something like an Oranguru, you got a bunch of energies in your hand, but you got to churn the gas. You got to get going, right? You got to go through your deck or you got to get those um, abilities in the... uh, Or you got to get those energies in there. What if you like... I don't know, Orangaroo your research at the top of the deck and then squove it, you know, all um, the rest of the cards in there. And then that way you can use the Archaeops or you could just skip the Orangaroo in general. Maybe you're pretty much set up to save like one of your bench spots. You just squove it, the seven energies you have in your hand back at the bottom of your deck. So then you can Archaeops them in. This, that's a really good point. I think you're absolutely right. I think with Lugia, if you end up with a weird handful of energy, yeah. this is perfect because you're not going to, there's no way you draw back into those energy. You're only going to draw one. So it's not like you'll punish yourself by drawing too many cards. The only thing that you punish yourself is if you dead draw like yeah. at, on that one. This is the whole downside is you only get one card out of it. So you have to hope that that card is good. Maybe I- pair it with like Rotom phones. I, yeah, you, yeah, I think Rotom Phone is a really interesting card with this. Or the Jirachi Amazing Rare. Or does yeah, that, that man, rotate, I love that. Right? I, I love that. No, the Radiant Jirachi just recently came out. Uh, no, I'm talking about the Amazing Rare. Or whatever the one that Oh, you're that talking about you... the... Um, yeah. The, the one that allows you to look at the top two? Yeah. Is that yeah, the... that's the Amazing Rare Jirachi. Yeah. That's Vivid Voltage. So that I rotates, don't, I think. I, yeah, I don't remember the regulation mark on that, but it's oh. close. But yeah, I mean, if not, I mean, this could also pair well with one of your favorite cards, Jake, the the Bibarel. Oh, yeah. Bibarel. Yeah, because you put all of them on the bottom. You draw one and then Bibarel for four or whatever. It's yeah, great. you can Bibarel four more. Yeah, you're right. Industrious incisors. Yeah, a great ability. And so I don't know. This Squovit's really cool. I don't know if it's really good, but it, it just <laughs> would make me really happy if it you know was played frequently but sean that's pretty much all the utility pokemon in here what are some of the uh attacking pokemon that you want to talk about i mean there's a number of them we can start with the spydops ex i don't know it's a grass type stage mm-hmm. one so uh 260 hp it has the ability trap territory your opponent's active pokemon pokemon retreat cost is one more colorless so you know it's playing into the making things harder to retreat and then for a grass and a colorless, 
wire hang 90 plus disaster 30 more damage for each energy in your opponent's active pokemon's retreat cost so very much like what was it leafy it's on just VMAX? leafy on v max yeah it's yeah. just leafy on v max but the ex version okay i mean there was a window of time in the format where that was a good deck they yeah there was i mean and um and who knows maybe putting it back down to two prizes and maybe the numbers line up i mean if you think about 120 right that's 210 damage i mean you know what's weird these abilities stack jake they they do actually so if you get more than one if you had all four mm. they'd be four more so if the average is two plus four six you're doing 180 plus 90 270 damage yeah so who knows i mean and plus we have stuff like uh gardenia's vigor mm -hmm. in the format um so i know that card hasn't seen like really any play at all but you'd be able to um accelerate energies on there because you only need two mm -hmm. on this guy so who knows um uh, maybe maybe this card has a little bit of playability i would like to see a grass deck yeah yeah i mean become grass like deck decent needs, needs a home because you know, we had the Leafeon VMAX like a little over a year ago, and then we had, uh, you know, Rowlegs, if you will, the, yeah, the tag yeah, team yeah, GX. Yeah. But other than those two, there hasn't really been much in the way of good grass decks for a while. Jake. We'll see how it goes. Do you want to talk about this terrestrial Pokemon? Your favorite Pokemon type, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> because we talked about this previously on the podcast, but if you do not know, the ex pokemon that have the terrastall um kind of extra in it i don't even know what to call it the terrastall type they all have the uh, like extra ability i guess you could say it's not technically an ability i don't it's like a pokey power it's like an ancient trait or ancient trait yeah, yeah that's what i'm looking for it's it's like an ancient trait where it says this Pokemon doesn't take any damage from attacks while on the bench. And they all say that. It's not just specific <laughs> to this Arcanine. So I hate these cards. I I <laughs> just I wish they would have done something cooler. I wish they could have been other types. Maybe they will in the future. Um, but who knows? Um, anyways, this card for two fire energies does 30 plus damage. This attack does 10 more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. So you can do without any modifiers or anything up to 270 more damage, right? And with Magma Basin, you can start kind of powering that up a little bit to help you get there. You know, you have other things as well that could help you out um, in terms of putting the damage counters. I think... Uh, does Radiant Alakazam move one from your side to the opponent's field? Maybe. I, I don't, think so. So that wouldn't necessarily work. To me, this this reads more like, I think adding the damage on your side is not, you're not going to be able to get a lot. I think it reads mm -hmm. to me more like the revenge style, you know, attacks that we used to get on like, you know, um, remember Reshiram and Charizard, how it had that 30 plus? Yeah. So it, uh, the like the retaliates and stuff yeah, like the Zamazenta so, that's in Lost Box right now from Crown Zenith. Kind of. Yeah. So it's like, hey, if you're going to hit into this thing, which 280 is beefy, right? Like mm -hmm. you keep this dude at 280. You maybe throw even like a big charm on this guy or, or something to beef him up. And it's going to be hard to knock out. And if most Pokemon are doing 200 to 220 to 250 damage, somewhere in that range, you've just given this thing. 250 damage plus 30 280 
So you hit into this once, and the likelihood that you get knocked out in response, very high. So Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to see how this will go. But, I mean, I love the love for Arcanine, especially getting a terror stall form. But, uh, no, I'm not seeing it. I will say, Jake, uh, this next one, I'm going to read this, although I think this is going to be your and Sanders' favorite card quite soon. Wug Trio. Uh, it is a it's the it's the cursed Doug Trio evolution. Um, I wouldn't say cursed. <laughs> it's, That's mean. <laughs> Sorry. It has an attack for three colorless called Sea Tunneling. Flip three coins for each heads. Discard the top three cards of your opponent's deck. So it, effectively, you can discard up to nine cards at one time. Jake, there was a reason that they banned Galelba and Bryson Man and other cards because there was one, you could, back in the day, I think you could have discarded 13 cards from an opponent's deck on one turn at one point. I can't remember. I played the deck that was pretty much the reason that Galelba and Bryson uh, Glim, I'm trying to figure out what I wanted to that had type. The, um, it used uh, the EX, or like the, the GX ability attack to discard an additional five on one of the turns, right? Um, yeah, it, gosh, what was the poke? I can't remember Slugma the Pokemon. Or something like that? I can't remember the, I can't remember the Pokemon that did it, but um, yeah, that card was broken, and being able to discard a ton of cards at one time when you have other things like the uh, the Misfortune Trio Sisters, yeah. right? We've seen Sander play that to be able to look at the top five cards or whatever and discard all item cards. I'm pretty you sure know, we've got, Tangle is going to stay in format. So it it is a deregulation mark. Oh, Glimwood Tangle's D? Yeah, I just looked it up. Oh, That's what I was trying to dang. type. Okay, well. But there is going, still. isn't there going to be a time where you can play with it a little bit, DGEN? No, it will not be, in an official tournament. No? No. When, because, well, not in an official tournament, but with your friends to destroy their hopes I mean, and dreams, yeah, you can right? you play with it with your friends if you're like, hey, can I play this absolutely insane, never meant to be together combo? <laughs> they can might I just do this out. absolutely degenerate thing in our friendly game together? I Thanks. Just, I want to see somebody rock this deck, Sander or somebody, and it's like, he needs to hit all heads to win the game right now. And he flips <laughs> all heads and the casters go crazy. That's what, what you got. See. What you got to do is you, you misfortune sisters, right? Get five item cards, discard them oh all. You got to put out your Glimwood Tangle and you have to Zorark, right? Zorark into Wug Trio. <laughs> That's how you do it. And you chain your your uh your wug trios and somehow oh some way you just hit the three coins maybe like the first time you do it you go three tails but then you reflip with the the glimwood tangle and you hit three heads well uh all right we gotta we gotta keep this train rolling i feel like we've been talking about certain things for too long jake what's the next card on your list there's another card that I kind of want to talk about. Drifloon over here, scrolling a little bit down. Drifloon has an interesting attack for two psychic energies. Balloon pop, or balloon bomb, I'm sorry. 30 times damage. This attack does 30 damage for each of your damage counter on this Pokemon. It is a basic Pokemon, so something like Cape of Toughness works for it. Um, I'm actually going to look what hmm. the regulation mark is for Cape of Toughness, because I can't remember. It is a deregulation mark. So we're back in the category of playing degenerate things with your friends. Um, so in terms of damage modifiers, I can't recall off the top of my head. 
Yeah, um, there there might be something in the format that can boost it a little bit, but let's say for and now something that may come as well, you know, in the future. But with something like uh, the Gardevoir EX, yep. right? Yep. You can combo together with this to be able to get the attacks off to either be able to, you know, do the 190 yourself, right? On the Gardevoir EX, the attack that you mentioned earlier, or maybe go into this poor little Drifloon and just rock a bunch of damage in exchange one prizers. Yeah, I mean, hey, like 180 for a single prize basic Pokemon that can just come out of nowhere. Like that's a good strategy to win games. Like, you know, Reggie's and Soul Luna Rock and you know, Soul Rock mm -hmm. and Lunatone, like those are great examples of like if that can be your strategy and your opponent can't knock anything else out, you can win going 180 a turn. I will say especially with Gardevoir, I don't think we mentioned this earlier with Gardevoir EX and how it has to be a stage two. We can use the um discard discard a card draw to Curlia's. Oh, right, right. That's yeah, to yeah, get the on the way to its discard. evolution. Yeah, to get energy in the discard to just churn through your deck in general. So I'm uh, kind of interesting, I feel like. Yeah. Um I I will say there is there's one Pokemon. I, I think we can skip. I'm going to be honest. I think we can skip over Magnezone and Am Ampharos. Yeah. <laughs> but Banette, I do want to talk about Banette because Banette is basically a spiritual successor to the um, Gengar, Gengar Mimikyu. Mimikyu. Yes. So it is a stage one. Uh, so you can't do it on turn one going second. Thank God. <laughs> but you you have a stage one. For one psychic, you can do 30. Your opponent can't play item cards during from their hand during their next turn. So it's got a bit of a Vikavolt ability in mm -hmm. its first attack. But then you combine that with a psychic and colorless. Look at your opponent's hand. This attack does 60 for each trainer card in there. So you not only get knowledge about your opponent's hand, you know, if they're holding on to item cards, you know, this is a great a great card like it, to take advantage of an opponent that has a slow start, or if you can get a little bit of disruption in the early game, I'm thinking like crushing hammers, mm -hmm. um, you know, that Klefki that's super annoying, just a couple of cards that make it really slow for your opponent. Bring this Banette up and basically say, Hey, since you didn't go ham turn one or two, we're good now. Who knows? I mean, I, I think I know Justin was playing a little bit. He's been making some like post rotation YouTube videos. I know this is one of the decks that he's kind of been thinking about as well. And you can do stuff like Klefki in the beginning to mm -hmm. be able to slow your opponent down, to be able to get things going and things like that. Or you can, I don't know, do the Gardevoir. I don't think that's good. I think Klefki is your better option. Yeah, I think the Klefki is is useful in here i don't know I, i'm sure we'll see a little bit of this tested out too it might be it might rely too much on your opponent being able to play around it because you don't mm -hmm. have the um omastar in format anymore which was just really key for gengar Mimikyu. Mm -hmm. but still any other any other attacking pokemon jake i don't think so on my side so we'll move into the supporters trainers things like that judge Professor's research are both getting uh, reprints, updated regulation marks as well. So they'll be around for a little bit longer with the regulation mark G. One card that I do want to talk about that I think is kind of cool is Miriam. Not right. because, you know, the full art and the 
the other full art supporter cards are going to be extremely expensive and very, very tough to get if you don't pull. But the effect of this supporter card, shuffle up to five Pokemon cards from your discard pile into your deck, then draw three cards. Interesting. I, I like that. That's like in specific decks that, you know, are like you need all four of a certain type, like the Durant deck or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, this is really useful for that. I will say, though, five, it says up to five, and that's perfect yes. because you could choose, can you choose zero? Yeah, you can, you can choose zero. I'm, yeah. Cause it's actually, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it, yeah, it says up to. So I think you could choose zero just to draw three if you were like, I don't, I need to draw a specific Although, thing. no, I think maybe you need to, I think maybe you need to at least have one because I think about like Ordinary Rod when I was playing TCGO a mm -hmm. lot, you know, Ordinary Rod, I think you had to have the energy or the Pokemon in the discard pile. And I think like when you selected the option, I think you had to take at least one. I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah, I, I'll I'll be interested to see how this gets ruled because you know somebody's gonna just play this and shuffle, try to shuffle zero. But I mean, think about it. Like just drawing card. Like so, you think of like Brock's Grid. Brock's Grid had like a combination of like five or six Pokemon and energy, but it didn't have this like draw three effect. And we still saw yeah. Brock's Grid in decks in the Sun and Moon era, mostly I think control, but still. Um, Miriam is probably going to be a pretty decent control card, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I think it depends on if control needs Pokemon in the deck. That's mm -hmm. the question, because, you know, late game, five Pokemon in your deck just doesn't feel particularly useful. So, but look, if you only need one Pokemon and you need to draw three, like if that Pokemon can't be gotten with Rescue Stretcher, right? Then like, okay, cool. Well, now we're in business. It's a different kind of effect. Because we're losing Ordinary Rod, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So, I will say the next supporter talking about, we were trying to figure out a supporter like this earlier <laughs> yeah. from the past, but uh, the, the Pokemon company's been listening in, and they threw this one in there, Penny. Return one of your basic Pokemon in play and all cards attached to it to your hand. So there's kind of the one that we were looking for, the cool combo with... Yep. Armorage, I believe its name was. Yes. Um, just moving the energy and then uh, picking up all the damage on top of it. This says basic Pokemon only, though, so I think um, you got to kind of be careful. Is the Arcanine? Uh, no, it's not a basic. No, EX. it's a stage one. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what card this goes well with. But the fact that it it does say basic, which I like, they're giving it that, you know, you know limitation mm -hmm. but a little bit of, yeah it's a little bit of limitation it's not just anything like az az was such yeah. a good card and playable card but i will say cards like this man like if you ever get a stall deck that uses a basic like if they ever print a really good whale lord ex mm -hmm. look out man penny's gonna be hot uh i wanted to mention this one card only because arvin it allows you to search your deck for an item card and a pokemon tool and put them mm -hmm. into your hand. I wanted to point that out because it's a reminder that Pokemon tools will be their own subcategory of cards. Now you won't be able to go get them out with item search anymore. Mm -hmm. So that I, I that Arvin might be one of the few ways that you can go explicitly get a, a tool card out of your deck now. 
I will uh, say as well. So again, you know, just in case you did not know, as Sean said, tool cards are getting their own kind of subset. So in trainer cards in general, you have supporter cards, stadium cards, item cards, and now tool cards as part of that trainer umbrella. Tool cards got elevated, I guess you could say, in terms of uh, importance to be around um team star grunt that's a card that sander will probably play i don't know all these cards are sander <laughs> cards you know anything is possible with science and imagination but this team star grunt put an energy attached from your opponent's active pokemon on the top of their deck so we've kind of seen effects like this before with uh team grunts or whatever in the past you know there's team flare team skull that was usually i believe discarding um the energy attached to your opponent's pokemon and then there was one that was back into hand. their hand team yell yeah team yell and now they're going to the top of the deck i prefer in this. top of the deck than hand because i think i do too it's much from a control player's perspective it's much easier to play a strategy where it, you can make them then discard it from like a you know a mill effect but back mm -hmm. to hand hand is a weird there have been very few cards, I think, that really allow you to selectively discard cards from your opponent's hand. So it seems more useful in this format for that kind of strategy. It'll be interesting to see how it goes and plays about. But, I mean, we don't need to talk about Youngster, I don't think. I mean, it's just Shauna. Is Shauna in format? Shuffle drop. Yeah, five. Shauna got reprinted, but it's not very good. So that's why that's you true. don't remember, you know? I guess, yeah, because I'm like, oh, you could either play Youngster, Shuffle Draw Five, or you could also play Judge. Both players Shuffle Draw Four. And I'm yeah. like, to be honest, the ability to upset your opponent is just better. It's like until they reprint Cynthia of Shuffle Draw Six, don't bother. And that's how that usually goes. But now moving on into the item cards, there are some updated regulation marks, including Crushing Hammer, a card that you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, Sean. That's staying in here. We got Energy Retrieval in uh, Mark G. Put up to two basic energy cards from your discard pile into your hand. Energy Switch, moving to basic energy from one of your Pokemon to another one of your Pokemon. Energy Search, just grabbing a basic energy, putting it in your hand. Nest Ball, searching for a basic Pokemon and put it on your bench, then shuffle your deck. Get four of these. It's very good. You're probably going to play it in most all of your decks. Because you're losing Quick Ball. Keep yeah, Nest Ball. Definitely get that. This was this was a super playable card, and it will still be. Gosh, there's a lot of updated regulation marks. I did not realize while going through this Tyrant how yeah. many extra regulation marks there were. Pal Pad, shuffling up to two supporter cards from your discard pile into your deck. Pokey Gear 3.0. I'm excited <laughs> to keep this card. I love Pokey Gear, Sean. Yeah. Look at the top seven cards of your deck. Grab a supporter card you find in there and put it in your hand. Shuffle the other cards. Pokemon Catcher, flipping a coin. If head switch one of your opponent's bench Pokemon with their active Pokemon. Rare Candy, going from a stage one to a stage two or i'm sorry going from a, a basic stage. pokemon yeah. to a stage two you can skip the stage one uh pokemon it says it even says in there specifically skipping the stage one mm -hmm. which i think is kind of cool i don't know if rare candy cards in the past have actually specified that interesting 
There's a couple other ones like Switch. Switch one of your active Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. Love that card. It's almost... I don't... Has it ever not been in format? I there might be a window since like but the old, old, it. old like Neo days or something like that. Uh, I think. Yeah, I mean maybe, but I doubt it. It's such a basic it's, card. It's quite literally a staple in yeah. Pokemon trading card game. And then Ultra Ball, you can use this card. Discard two other cards from your hand. Search your search your deck from Pokemon. Reveal it. Put it in your hand. And there was a lot of. Uh, reprinted ones sean but there's one item card that is more than the others that is actually one of the enablers a four of in the maridon regielecki decks things like that what is that tell me about it that's electricity generator look at the top five cards of your deck choose two basic lightning energy attach them to your benched lightning pokemon in any way you like then shuffle the remaining cards so it's kind of like a um Oh, a Max Elixir? But yes, Max worse. Elixir was the old card. Well, um, I wouldn't say worse. Well, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I never played with Max Elixir, but like, it's look at the top five, but it's only lightning energy and it's only well, the bench yeah, lightning Well, yeah, but Pokemon. it's like, you know, you weren't going to play a Max Elixir if you had all special energies, right? Sure, but it doesn't get you can't any find... other kind of energy. Yeah, but think lightning. about how with lightning decks, this card is gas. Oh, yeah, no, with lightning decks, like, you know, it's a weird thing because a lot of decks play a much less energy than you might expect. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, the average deck today runs between, like, 11 and 14 energy. 14 is pretty high, actually. Mm -hmm. So, actually, like, you might look at the top five and not find any basic energy in there yeah but it's know? the same thing as like pokey gear you know looking That's at the true. top seven and not finding anything in there i mean i suppose i suppose i mean so yeah if you really want to go turbo with the maridon deck electricity generator is important i wonder if this will be a card that actually gets played in a ton of it or if they'll opt for different cards in order to get the energy into the discard and just use flaffy instead Mm -hmm. I think that might be a choice people have to make with their deck size, but who knows? I do think that it's either one or the other as well in terms of like a four of and things like that. But I think, I mean, I think that card is, is pretty good and it's going to be, and it's going to be one of the reasons that Maridon is the, is the bee's knees, right? Of the, uh, of the set. I mean, there is a benefit if you can hit it, if you just, you know, luck your way into it and you get all three energy on that Maridon turn one going second, you could do 220 damage, which, like, pretty devastating. Pretty much knocks out a lot of V Pokemon, especially, and it could knock out even more if you have a reprinted tool card like Vitality Ban. The attacks of the Pokemon this card is attached to do 10 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. So you can do even more damage mm -hmm. with Maridon uh, post-rotation. And you can move the energies as well because EXP share is getting um a reprint as well if you don't know what exp share is when your active pokemon is knocked out by damage from an opponent's attack you may move one basic energy card that was attached to the pokemon to the pokemon this card is attached to so i mean just to just so everyone understands because there was a lot of words in that if you have a maridon in the active and a maridon on the bench if that maridon in the active has three energies the Maridon on the bench has the EXP share and your Maridon in the active gets knocked out. 
the exp share says you can move one of those energies onto the one on the bench that has the exp share just to give a hypothetical because i know i said those words real fast but sean what are the new some of the new ones in here well there's two new tools that are of, of interest there's defiant band if you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent the pokemon this card is attached to you does 30 more damage to your opponent's active i mean are we losing choice choice band or no choice um choice i actually don't know if we are losing choice band but we have a bunch of cards in the format right now that are like the uh the clef key uh -huh. right um, I also think it's called it's called choice belt, by the way. Choice so belt. it's an okay. F regulation mark. So that is staying in the format for a little bit longer. And does that only do damage to it? Does it Pokemon do it? V Pokemon, v. Pokemon so, v? Actually, this is important, right? So like if you want to knock out the new EXs and you need that damage modifier, Defiant Band or Vitality Band are really the best ways to do that. Um, so I this could see play the more and more EXs become the mainstay. Um, All I'm saying, Greed and VMAX, right? <laughs> greed and VMAX taking those extra prizes. You put a Defiant ban on it, you know, be able to take even more, like even, you know, because some of these other like little <laughs> Pokemon have more damage. And so you can be able to reach a little bit higher, you know, with this extra damage if you go That's down true. earlier. That's true. It'd be can, awesome. Or the Stoutland V, one of those. Yeah, nasty. Um, Jake, what is that last tool card? Rock Chestplate, the fighting type Pokemon this card is attached to, takes 30 less damage from attacks from your opponent's Pokemon after applying weakness and resistance. So it's <laughs> the way to save Maridon, or I'm sorry, Coridon, <laughs> apparently. No, there's no way. There's no way to save Coridon. It's trash. No uh, way, but you can buy yourself a little bit more time with Coridon. Yeah, I guess. You could just hang on, buddy. We'll get you to a doctor. <laughs> it's like the it's like the um call call an ambulance, but not for me. Yeah, kind memes. of. <laughs> kind of like that with Maridon, like sees the rock chest plate, like, oh no, I can't knock you out, but then it's like bam, more damage. Um there's two stadiums that are pretty... I can go over them real quick. Like, there's Beach Court. You can lower the retreat cost of each basic Pokemon by one colorless, which, you know, there are probably... That will be very relevant in some decks. Um, mm -hmm. And a little annoying for the one that likes to... The Leafy on VMAX reprint. But, yeah. Otherwise, I, I don't know, like, if that's particularly useful. And then Mesa Goza... Once during each player's turn, that player may flip a coin. If heads, that player searches their deck for a Pokemon, reveals it, puts it into their hand. I could see this being a really good stadium for Lugia. Okay. Because it's a Pokemon. So, you know, instead of playing one of the other stadiums, because you need your abilities to be turned on, so you want to play stadiums, you play this. If you flip heads, you can go get your Lugia V-Star. You can go get your Archeops, right? And then you can go discard them with that. So I do think there's maybe some merit to, if you have a really complicated setup deck, playing something like this. Mm -hmm. But eh, just my two cents on that. 
just your two cents. I mean, we did call a bunch of things so far in our time in the Pokemon trading card game and stuff. And you may be looking at this, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening to us, and you may say, Jake, Sean, where are the where are the special energies? Are there any special energies to know? You didn't mention any special energies. And while Sean was talking, I looked at the set list posted on Justin's website and I did not see actually a single special energy card that was in there. So I don't I mean I don't know if maybe there's just no there's no special energy in uh, this uh set upcoming. At least not one to note if my quick skim didn't work out. Yeah, there there may not be. I'm also doing a quick skim right now. Um there's gold uh, like basic energy cards. That's cool, but not what we're looking for. Not exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's just how it's got to be, you know? Yeah. I know we get a, um, in the follow-up set, triple beat, which will then be mm -hmm. a part of our, I guess, next set. Mm -hmm. There will be a special rainbow energy that comes out, but we'll get to that later. So for all of you who love your, your rainbow energy, now that Aurora, you Lugia players, yeah, <laughs> you might have to wait a couple of months extra. And you know what? We'll tell you all about it when it's coming to you. Just like everything else here on the Metapod Podcast, Pokemon Podcast revolves around the evolving meta shine. You got anything else you want to say? Bye. See ya.